Hey there, a quick reminder before we start this episode. Our live show at Caveat in New York is coming up on Tuesday, November 1st. Tickets are going fast, so get yours now. We'll put a link in the show notes. Thanks. You know the rain that comes in fall? The kind that swirls through on a gray day and shakes the leaves off the trees? It's a beautiful time of year to be curled up inside looking through the window. It is also a beautiful time of year to be out biking and walking if you're wearing a clever hood. Throw on a clever hood cape or anorak and you'll find yourself safe and dry out in the elements. Cleverhood's stylish gear has all sorts of thoughtful design details to keep you dry, like thumb loops that keep your cape over your hands on the handlebars when you're pedaling through the fall landscape. Now, War on Cars listeners can get 20% off all Cleverhood's gear by going to cleverhood.com slash waroncars and using discount code bike to school. Don't stay on the inside looking out. Head to cleverhood.com slash waroncars, enter code bike to school, and you'll be ready for whatever weather comes your way. This is the War on Cars. I'm Doug Gordon. In late summer, I was headed to Milwaukee, Wisconsin to see family. And as I sometimes do when I travel, I reached out to a few people on social media to see if there were any bikey things happening. As luck would have it, a kid's ride, organized by some local advocates, was scheduled for the same weekend I was going to be there. So you've heard of a pub crawl, right? Well, this was a playground crawl. It took parents, caregivers, and kids from one park to another using a combination of city streets and separated trails. This wasn't your boisterous critical mass ride with protest signs and chants, although those can be a lot of fun. This was more like kiddical mass, just cute kids riding bikes on their own power or sitting in a cargo bike. The ride finished at a frozen custard stand, and a good time was had by all. Milwaukee, like a lot of American cities, has a long way to go before it can become truly bike and pedestrian friendly. It has big, wide streets that lead to a lot of speeding and a lot of crashes. The city has a difficult legacy of segregation, to say the least, and that's exacerbated in part by highways that cut through and cut off communities of color. But Milwaukee also has a lot going for it, including the 135-mile Oakleaf Trail that crisscrosses the city and the 14-mile Hank Aaron Trail, which connects the western edge of Milwaukee to the shores of Lake Michigan. And those same wide, dangerous streets means there's a lot of room to install infrastructure that protects people who aren't in cars. And sure, Wisconsin winters can be tough, but Milwaukee is mostly flat, it's very compact, and there's a fun culture of getting outdoors whenever possible. A kid's ride may not be flashy. It's not geared toward advancing a specific piece of legislation or street design, but it is where the rubber meets the road, literally and figuratively, when it comes to building the kinds of connections and culture that leads to positive change. On The War on Cars, Aaron, Sarah, and I often talk to media figures, elected officials, and experts in the world of transportation. But this time around, we wanted you to hear from regular people, the parents, the volunteers, the other advocates, the kind of folks who get involved in the fight for safe streets just because they care. 
As for the kids on this kid's ride, well, they weren't all that interested in talking to a strange middle-aged man with a microphone, so we just let them enjoy the ride. playground crawls. Um, I'm so excited to see all of you here uh, sharing bike joy um, and having some fun on a remarkably pleasant Saturday for late August in Milwaukee. If you don't have a bike bell, you will have one by the end of this ride. Um, and you should really get it now because it's just more joyful to ride around ringing it. Uh, let's roll. Um, I'll be leading the pack and follow the people in yellow and orange vests. Uh, my name is Anna Bailey-Kova. I live in Cooper Park in Milwaukee. And you are one of the organizers of this ride. Tell me about how it came to be. Um, well, we, uh, I'm always looking to build community. Um, I think when you're living in sort of what feel like apocalyptic times, there's like the individualist urge, like I'm going to go, you know, become a survivalist or whatever and just take care of myself. And then there's also the opposite urge, which is I'm just going to lean further into like trying to build relationships with other people and build community with other people. Um, so we organized uh, like a bar crawl on bikes for adults during uh, Wisconsin's Bike Week uh, back in June. And then a friend of mine said, hey, why don't we do this with the kids? Because both of us have small kids who like to ride their bikes. Um, and there's so much joy and safety in riding in a huge group like this. And why shouldn't kids get to experience that? Uh, so that's how it started. Um, and yeah, now we have whatever it is, 40 people here, which is great. And uh, was it challenging to get people out, or do you find that there's like a lot of responsiveness to your request for people to come out to rides like this? Oh yeah, um, people love it. There's, there's, people want things like this. You know, even where I live, I live pretty far from downtown, and I'm pretty close to like a multi-use trail, but it's not a great area for biking for transportation in general. And you still see people out and about, like people want to be riding their bikes. So when you tell them, you know, as soon as every single person I talked to about it, it was like, oh, that's so exciting. I wish I could come or I'll be there. Just tell me when, tell me what you need. Uh, yeah, people are so excited to be given this opportunity and especially for kids because there's a lot of great biking in Wisconsin, but most of it is aimed at adults. Um, so yeah, I just had an, a tremendous response. Didn't I was worried people would say, is it going to be safe? You know, we are riding on streets. I was really worried about safety concerns, but uh, no, didn't hear anything about that. And um, yeah, people are just excited to get the chance to ride. Can you tell me um, your name and where you live? Montavious Jones. I'm here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So you don't have kids, but you're here just helping out. How'd you get involved with this kind of stuff? Um, so I'm part of the Urban Spaceship team. Urban Spaceship is a local advocacy group. Um, we're kind of amorphous right now. Um, but our, our goal is to support and educate and promote better urbanism in Milwaukee and part of that is better biking infrastructure, raising awareness about bikers and the dangerous streets that we have here in Milwaukee. Um, and I've been around this work for, I don't know, 10 years now, just trying to get better streets. Um, I'm a lifelong biker 
and you know, we want to support where people are also doing the work. What do you think the biggest challenges are in a city like Milwaukee to making the streets safer? Uh, we lack the political will to become better. I feel like we are at a time and place where people are very comfortable with the status quo. And the status quo are cars zooming down the street, um, pedestrians and bikers being second-class citizens, and that works for a lot of people. And to push against that really um, pushes against really the ethos of the city at this point. So when we come out here, we're asking for better biking infrastructure, we're asking for better pedestrian accommodations. We're getting a lot of pushback because if we could fill the room with 10 bikers and pedestrian advocates, there's going to be 50 people who just want parking in front of their house and, you know, wide lanes and slip lanes so they can get to their destination, you know, 0.25 seconds faster. Um, so that's really what we're, we're, we're up against right now. Again, we know all the solutions already. We know what works, what doesn't work. We know the facts that um, we know where in the city people are getting killed, pedestrians are getting mowed down in the street, and it's always in black and brown neighborhoods. Uh, so we know all this, but it, it's, it's not advantageous to a certain group of people walking to do anything about that. So that's what we're fighting against right now. And, you know, we're getting slow winds here in the city. Um, but, you know, again, it's slow, and it, we don't have time for slow. Like, people are getting mowed down on the street um, all the time here, and it's top of people's mind, reckless driving here in the city. So we got to get this stuff done now. I'm Charlie McGennady, and I live in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So what brought you out here today? Um, just to have an opportunity to... Um, have our kids experience the joy of, of biking places and not having to rely on cars to get around. How old are your kids? Um, I have one son uh, who's four years old. Great. What do you think the biggest challenge is in a city like Milwaukee as a parent, as a cyclist, as someone who values getting around without a car? In short, um, Milwaukee has pretty bad car brain, um, so uh, drivers tend to uh, you know, assume that they always have the priority. Um, the the roads are built in a way that um, even if there is a bike lane, drivers just kind of take take license and and assume that that is space for them. Um, we recently had an incident where um, a, while my son was crossing the street um, in a large group of adult bikers um, during one of the largest bike events in Milwaukee of the year, uh, the River West 24. Um, a, a car did what we call the Milwaukee slide of just slipping into the, the, the unprotected bike lane while he was trying to cross a uh, an, an admittedly pretty narrow street, like a one lane each way, um, the pretty low speed limit. It's surrounded by a daycare and two playgrounds on either sides. Um, so just like those experiences can um, make it difficult to to do this kind of thing, but um, I think we have some strength in numbers with events like this today. So, Tell me your name and where you live. Jeremy Foyet, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, in the Bayview neighborhood. So um, what do you think the biggest challenge is in a city like Milwaukee when it comes to advocacy, safer streets, pedestrian and cyclist issues? I think the biggest challenge we have is um, 
older person leadership. Like people are scared to take the risk because they hear the backlash of neighbors saying, I want this, I want parking, I want this. And they're afraid we need someone to actually just be a little bit bolder and step up and say, no, this is actually what, you know, there's more people saying that are at the town meetings than people advocating for the bike lanes. And that's hopefully what we're changing. How do you activate people to come to meetings when that is such a challenge? Um, well, we've been, we just started this urban spaceship thing to really bring people together to start with friendship and relationships. And then so people know each other and build this kind of community and, you know, then start showing up and making sure we're all aware of what's going on. You know, the hardest thing with any city is how, where, when are the meetings, where are they? How can you be there? Oh, it's at five o'clock. Well, someone has to pick up their kids or something, you know. So it's making sure that people in this community can, uh, one or two people or four people or five people can show up no matter where it is, at what time it is. And uh, so I think it was about building the community first to get people to activate and go to them. And what do you think the value is of a, a kid's ride like this? <laughs> that Well, that anybody can do it. I think the value of the kid's ride is, um, I mean, the people seeing it that, you know, I think it brings them back to their childhood. When you bring people back to their childhood, they realize you can't, you know, when they were probably, when people see this, they probably see, well, I was in the street when I was a kid without my parents, and now you can't, no one does that anymore, which is kind of crazy. Um, so I think people see that, and it brings them back to their childhood, and yes, streets should be for kids, too. Yeah, I'm Nicholas. I'm from the Washington Heights neighborhood in Milwaukee. Okay. And what brought you out here today? Um... I somehow this summer stumbled onto like Milwaukee bike Twitter and there's like all these people, you know, talking about biking that I have never met in person and I'm like slowly starting to meet them and there's this big thing. And I was like, well, that'll be a really fun way to just get out for the day, go to some parks, do some things in a way that in a big group is a lot safer probably than just biking all around by myself. Um, which I'll do, but I gotta I gotta think twice about it. So today we had a huge group and it, it feels really good. When you are out there biking by yourself, are you commuting? What are you doing? Usually just going places for fun. I'll, I'll do kind of through the neighborhood to drop my son off at daycare or at school. Um, but we'll do a lot. I mean, goodness, especially in like 2020, 2021, when there's nothing else to do. A lot of just riding down to the lakefront and, and different parks further throughout the city than we might normally just walk to. Um, so it's a, it's a nice way of stuff that we don't have to hop in the car and like, you know, drive for five minutes. That, that feels kind of excessive, but it's something that a couple miles, we're not going to walk that with a, with a three or four or five year old, but the biking makes it really easy to get somewhere to just spend the afternoon. I've been asking people what challenges there are in a city like Milwaukee, but I'd love to hear a different perspective. What advantages does a city like Milwaukee have over other places? Well, I have always lived in southeastern Wisconsin, so I don't know if I have a lot to compare it to. But I can, I can tell you what I do enjoy, you know, kind of without comparison, is that um, obviously Wisconsin has the whole winter thing, right? Uh, <laughs> but I feel like we absolutely get our money's worth out of summer, out of the warm weather, out of, oh, it's February and it's 60 degrees outside. Let's go. Uh, all of that, I think there's there's always something going on, whether it's the festival. I mean, I biked through two, like, block parties on my way here. Um, I don't even know what they were for. It's just a bunch of streets shut down, some tents, music, all sorts of things going on. It's just a random Saturday. Um, and it, it's like there, there's always something to go do. Um, my neighborhood, once a month, has a, a night market where they shut down a main street for two blocks. Um, 
we had another random uh, Bastille Day West, they called it, of just shutting down a, a few blocks and having a lot of vendors and music and food. Um, so that, that's what's so great that in the midst of all the, like, yeah, cars kind of take over the road and it's hard to get around. But we also find a lot of excuses to shut down the roads and have people just hang out. April Cleveland, and I live in uh, Riverside Park, Milwaukee. And uh, I'll ask you a similar question. Like, what are, the, what are the great amenities, the great advantages that a city like Milwaukee has over other maybe bigger cities like Chicago, which is not far? Sure. Um, well, I, I like the smallness of our city because I can take my children out on their bikes and we can actually get to places with them on their own bikes. So, And we very luckily live right on the Oak Leaf Trail, so we can take that all the way to Summerfest grounds where there's this amazing playground now or... We can go to Culver's for dinner, and she gets to ride to dinner all by herself. And um, having those trails and the smallness of the big city that has everything we need in it is a huge advantage. And I think I saw you on the big e-bike over there. Yeah. How do you like it? My only regret with the e-bike is not buying it sooner. <laughs> we love that bike. We only have one car. That's our second car, if you, you would say so. Um, we use it for everything, and because it's so fun, we don't want to use the car. We were like, we got to go somewhere. Let's pull out that e-bike. <laughs> and then to flip the question around, what do you think, what are the challenges biking around the city with kids? Not enough protected bike lanes. Absolutely. There's, there's bike lanes, but they're not protected. There's, I know there's some in Bayview and I wish they continued to, to build those out. And I think that's in the plans, but I wish there was more of that around. <laughs> yeah, it's Derek. Uh, last name's Blouser. Okay, you just moved here from yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, which is where the Warren Cars is based. Yeah. What brought you to Milwaukee? Um, I was ready for a different experience. I uh, lived in New York a long time and grew up in Jersey, so wanted something new and just made a list of what might be what I want in a city. Milwaukee checked a bunch of boxes, one being bikeable. So. All right, let's talk about biking. You cool. are very familiar with the rough and tumble streets of New York, oh, as, yeah. even though it's gotten better in recent years. Yeah. Um, how does Milwaukee compare? Milwaukee feels a little like biking in, at, at times it feels a little like biking in Brooklyn. I think biking in Brooklyn and biking in Manhattan are very different. I always say biking in Manhattan is easier to me because the average speed is so much lower. Um, besides the people. The average speed of cars. The average yes. speed of cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brooklyn feels a little more wild. Um, Milwaukee drivers also feel a little wild, but the infrastructure that's in place is so nice sometimes. The Oak Leaf Trail, which is just like 100 miles of trail that goes throughout the city, the map of it looks like New York subway system. Uh, it's, it's such a wonderful place to bike. Uh, and also the county, the parks the the upkeep of them it'll snow six inches and the next day i can take my street bike out and ride through the parks because they've paved all the pedestrian or plowed all the pedestrian paths that just doesn't happen in new york if it if it snows in new york unless you've got snow tires the number of times i've had to walk my bike home you know i think the sanitation strategy in new york is wait for it to melt yeah exactly yeah. yes turn into gray mush jump over puddles for a while and then you know get back on your bike but um so you have a bit of a grass is always greener sort of perspective because you've been in a larger city and now you're here what do you what would you like to see improved in this city 
Uh, I think this city and in general, just the idea of a, a, a sharrow needs to go away. The shared arrow, the lanes with just that, that, that doesn't, it's not going to solve the problems. Um, so I think more dedicated, separated bike infrastructure. But again, I think that's a thing you can say for anywhere. And I think, oh, no, you know what my big thing is? Get rid of right on red. I hate cars that can turn right on red. It's the, I'll censor myself. It's the worst. I, you, I, I hate it. I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it. That is a big advantage New York has yes. over almost any other it's, city. Oh, man. Yeah, because it's, I don't, I think I've heard it referred to as the Milwaukee slide. Like, you don't really stop. You just cut through on the red light. And it's, it's, your head has to be on such a swivel at every intersection. So that's my biggest gripe. My name is Delaney Dirsch, and um, I live in Walker's Point, Milwaukee. How long have you lived here? Uh, five, six years. Where were you before Milwaukee? Um, I was in Nina, Wisconsin, which is in the Fox Valley, about an hour and a half north. And so, you know, what do you like about cycling in the city? Yeah, so I started cycling here on the east side when I went to, came to university, um, would bike to get to campus, um, and just found it faster than a bus. Um, yeah, faster than a bus and just easier than getting on a bus and, and doing all that. Um, and now it's been interesting moving to Walker's Point because the it's just a different experience. It's a kind of a different, uh, it's a little quieter up on the east side, easier to get around, and the drivers aren't as crazy, I would say, in Walker's Point. It's a little different. Um, I now get to bike to work, which uh, is a really, you know, a huge thing for me. It changes your, your day because, you know, you get a little buffer before you get to work and you get a little buffer after you go leave work. So um, it's been very beneficial, I think, for me. Do you have a car? Uh, we do, um, but we're very heavily considering getting rid of it. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. It's been uh, car theft and car break-ins and catalytic converters getting stolen. Uh, it's really kind of put us over the edge with, with our car. And um, Milwaukee has a really big problem with that too. And uh, yeah, so it's, it's been uh, a big discussion and, and the most heated I've ever seen my partner is over a car, over dri a, either driving and reckless drivers and just people who, yeah, we can't anticipate what they're gonna do. Um, but then also, yeah, the, have had our window broken, have had a catalytic converter stolen in a Prius. So just things like that that we can't really do anything about. It's a pretty sad situation that people can't, people need to do things like that to provide for the family or get whatever income they need. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of where we're at. Infrastructure-wise, like what, what would you like to see in the city? Um, well, ideally, protected bike lanes would be great. Um, and yeah, generally just more uh, money put into uh, public transportation, I think generally. Um, really now when, when biking, that's kind of the option. I wish I could take a bike and bus, a bike and train, you know, it, just more options I think would be awesome and more. Um, I mean, there is quite a big bike community in Milwaukee, but not a lot of movement. Uh, yeah, movement that you can see as far as uh, movement forward for, for biking. For so a lot of social rides like this one, but not necessarily a lot of more politically based stuff? Yeah, for sure. At least from, from what I've witnessed, that's kind of, yeah, what I haven't seen. What do you think it'll take to change that? Mm. I don't know. I think 
we have the numbers, which is really like impressive and, and a good start. And so I think all the voices are can be loud and can make make change. I just don't, yeah, I, I don't uh, necessarily know what that would take or what that would look like. Okay, for the record, tell me your name and where you live. Mary Beth McGinnis, uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Okay, uh, I should tell our listeners you're wearing a Warren Carr shirt, so you, but you're not a plant. Uh, but so you might be a little biased. Um, tell me about how you got involved in advocacy here in Milwaukee. Uh, well, I moved to Milwaukee six months ago, um, so I really got involved in Madison, where I was living before, which is a much safer place for walking and biking, uh, but isn't safe enough. So I was involved in biking advocacy out there. And then since I moved to Milwaukee, since I was involved in Madison, I've thrown myself in the deep end here because we have some really, really dangerous roads and not enough bike um, access. Okay, so you've been here for six months. Do you ever get to like go back to Madison or anything like that when you attend a meeting? Uh, not yet. Uh, Milwaukee is thrilled to have people moving here because we do not have enough people to keep up our services that we need. So. I don't know, people here in Milwaukee are thrilled to have uh, transplants. That's a shout out for New Yorkers to come and move here and, and advocate. What do you think the biggest challenge is in a city like Milwaukee of its size? Our biggest challenge is the State Department of Transportation. Um, they manage all of the roads that are the most dangerous, that kill the most people at much higher levels for our black and brown communities and they don't listen to what our cities need. Um, so that to me is our, our number one problem um, is the political will at that level and at all other levels too. How do you change that political will at a state transportation department? If I knew the answer to that question, I probably wouldn't be richer but I'd be a lot happier. Um, I think it just comes to building the community up, and I think we're, we're getting there. You can already see it today with all the, the folks out here. Um, it just takes the numbers to keep the pressure up. Tell me, tell me your name. Erin McGinnity. And what neighborhood do you live in? I live in downtown Milwaukee. Oh, great. Okay. Um, I, I can leave this out if you want. I see that you're pregnant. Yes. Hugely um, pregnant. <laughs> how many months? My due date is on Tuesday. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And you rode your bike. Yeah. You rode your bike here. Yeah. You're riding it all around. How's I might it? might give birth on the beach tonight. I, I can't make any promises. <laughs> How's it all going? It's good. Yeah. Um, being able to, like, living where we live and being able to just not drive and, like, we, we scoot a lot too. We have magic scooters. Um, so being able to, like, scoot and bike everywhere has helped me stay super active this pregnancy that I just wouldn't otherwise if I had to, like, make an effort to go exercise. So our listeners are probably familiar with people and pictures in places like Copenhagen or Denmark of pregnant women uh, cycling, but here that's unusual. Yeah. Do you get a lot of comments? Um, mostly positive. Like, a lot of my friends are just, like, you know, impressed and like, how are you still biking? Like, it's, you know, and mainly it's because walking is too difficult right now. Um, but a lot of doctors here will specifically tell you not to bike when you're pregnant. And um, I just don't care. So <laughs> what do you look forward to for your child for Milwaukee? And how would you like those things to happen? Um, I mean, I look forward to continuing to do what I do with my son now and just being able to get around and not being so um, beholden to a car to get around everywhere, which is kind of how I grew up because I live 
I lived about 30 minutes north of here growing up and there's just no way to get anywhere without a car. Um, so I'm looking forward to like teaching them how to bike too and um, getting to that point where my son is now where he can bike really far. Um, and I, I hope that the city continues to improve things. It's really frustrating to watch every time they redo a road, they just put in the same unprotected bike lanes that don't do anything. Um, but I'm hoping that we'll see some change in the next couple of years because it is a really great small city. It's easy to get around. I mean, in terms of how close things are, it is very walkable and bikeable. It's just that there's not really like safe places to do it and the actual experience is not great. All right, well, I, ho I hope it all goes well. And if you do start to go into labor here, we'll put you on an e-bike and get you to the nearest hospital. So. Oh, I won't be going to the hospital, but... <laughs> All right, well, good luck. Thank you. <laughs> That's it for this episode of The War on Cars. Many thanks to Anna Bailikova and the other organizers and participants for letting me tag along. By the way, Erin, the person you heard from last there, six days after the ride, she gave birth to a very healthy baby. So on behalf of the entire War on Cars crew, mazel tov. If you want to support The War on Cars, go to thewaroncars.org, click support us, and join today starting at just $3 per month. You'll get access to exclusive bonus content and we'll send you stickers. Thanks to our top supporters, the law office of Vaccaro and White in New York City, Charlie G of Human Powered Law in Portland, Oregon, Virginia Baker, James Doyle, and Martin Mignot. Thanks also to our good friends at Cleverhood, for 20% off the best and most stylish rain gear for walking and cycling, head on over to cleverhood.com slash waroncars and use code bike to school that's all one word, at checkout. This episode was recorded and edited by me. Our music is by Nathaniel Goodyear. Our logo is by Danny Finkel of Crucial D Designs. I'm Doug Gordon, and on behalf of Aaron Naperstek and Sarah Goodyear, this is The War on Cars. Are you ready? Can you tell me your name? Lincoln. How old are you, Lincoln? Three. Oh, you're three years old. You're a big kid. Did you ride on a bicycle here? You did? Yeah. <laughs>